Hello, Mel. Hello, Neil. Episode eight? Episode eight. That sounds like a lot of episodes. I know. Sticking with it. Sticking with it. Let's do this. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So um, I do want to share with our accountable listeners that I'm back to sitting on Mel's right. Yes. (laughs) She just... Yeah. Because it feels so wrong on my left. <laughs> I don't know. But I did. Did I tell you? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. I think we shared on Facebook mm-hmm. that if you, um, the psychology of where you sit next to somebody, we didn't say that on the podcast, but I think I wrote it in a Facebook post that mm-hmm. someone, it's like a comment from accountable listener. I shared that. Right. Remember that? I do. So it says that, let's say you're uh, doing a work meeting. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're trying to sell something like I do. Right. And you're going to meet an important person for uh, a group meeting. Where you sit, if you sit um, on their right side, like uh-huh. speaking into their right ear, mm-hmm. it said people subconsciously tend to believe and trust things uh, in their right ear, like some significantly higher percentage of the time than in their left ear. So... I'm on your left side, though. So... Right, right. But I'm speaking into your right ear right now. Is what I'm saying. I'm on your right. You are. Right. But but when I speak to you, I'm on your left. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, this is about manipulating you. This isn't oh, about manipulating okay. me. Oh, I see. If I'm trying to get you to trust me, mm-hmm. I should be on your right. But I guess... If I'm trying to... Oh, I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. It Look at you back. looking at it from your <laughs> own perspective. How dare you? I, I know, right? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Uh-huh. That's true. Mm-hmm. I guess in a sales situation where I'm trying to sell software to somebody, right. it's more important to me that that person trust me. Right. Than you trusting them. I don't need to trust the customer per se. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, I do, but it's not as important as them trusting me right. to accomplish what I want to accomplish. Because you're not buying anything from them. Right. So actually, if we could somehow each sit on each other's right, mm-hmm. that would be the ideal. But I don't think there's a universe that exists where we can do that. What happens if you were like a Siamese twin and you could never be... Oh, one head... Or one head no, is no, always to the no, right of the two, other. Is that what no, you mean? Yeah. Oh, oh wait, wait. Why did I say? I don't know. I, I thought of a two-headed person. Right. It's not the two-headed is, person. Well, isn't that what a Siamese twin is? No, you've got two heads. You've got two bodies. Well, it's kind of like a two-headed person. It is a two-headed person. Well, right, but two bodies, right? So right. There's also sorry, two, two. There might be two sets of shoulders. Right. And stuff. Right. But still, it's a two-headed. Right. It's a two-headed person. It's two people, right? It's two people. But they might share some organs or something. Right. Right. But you're right. Because the, per, the Siamese, let's say it's uh, Esmeralda and Griselda. Lucinda. Oh, okay. Griselda. Okay. Esmeralda and Griselda. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just to make it clear. Right. If Griselda is, like, if you're looking at, if they're facing you. And, no, but each other. Oh. So, so they're stuck with, they're stuck. Right. right. But then they're stuck As, in those positions. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. So the Siamese twin... Right. One Siamese twin is going to trust the other Siamese twin mm-hmm. more than the other. Or just something. subconsciously, just from the get-go. I know. Wow. That's weird. How did you go write the Siamese twins? Well, I don't, I don't Who know. thinks about Siamese twins? I guess Have I, you ever seen Siamese twins? I don't... I mean, on television. I mean, besides te- like television. on Ripley's Believe It or Not, or That's Incredible or something? I don't know. Television. Like... Have you ever seen Siamese twins like anywhere in Houston? 
Yeah, they like when they have been operated on or something. I mean, I haven't like heard... on the news, right? Or in the right. But it wasn't like you went to elementary school and they were like, at, no, there was a double desk. No, next to you. I mean, it was so much... <laughs> I mean, it's not like Siamese twins are that you know. They're not like not that common. Not that common. No. But I'm just saying they're just that's it. Well, anyway. Well, you really took my psychological where you should sit. <laughs> Next to someone you're trying to sell to at a meeting thing far mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the Siamese twins example. And I feel bad now for the Siamese twin that is on, on the, the left. left because they're, they're going to trust what the Siamese twin on the right is saying all the time. And the Siamese twin on the right is going to distrust what right. the Siamese twin on the left is saying all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I never thought of this problem. Okay, well, Maybe we should start a, a, a <laughs> movement. <laughs> Well, there you go. I, I don't know. Anyway. Wow. I just, you know, my brain, my brain was. I forget how we even started okay. on that. What was I talking about? Oh, because I'm on your right. You're on my right. <laughs> but you told me to sit on your right. I did because I didn't like you on my left. You, you literally didn't like me on, on your left because you probably just dis, distrusted me more. Well. Subconsciously. Yes, probably. Wow. Okay. That's probably enough on mm, that, But huh? you sleep on my left. <laughs> But you sleep on my left. No, usually I sleep on the floor in another room. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> I don't that's know. True. I don't know what that. I don't know what that psychology that's, says. That's even worse. <laughs> the dogs usually take right. precedent. That's even worse. So I'm not right. sure what that says. You're not even in the There's house. a whole other psychological right. analysis needed for that. You're not even actually in the house when you're when we're sleeping. You're wow. Like outside. <laughs> I don't even know if I can continue with this podcast. Well, There's so much done. to think about here. I know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, that's one update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever update I gave, I can't even... This is one of those, like, how did we get there? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, interesting. Um, one update is we talked last time that... We talked about a lot of things, but I was saying that... And I don't know if... There's probably flaws with this, but I was thinking when you're voting, like, for president, mm-hmm. we're... Let's get real about it. Our presidential elections generally are two people. Two real people, two, two real right. people, two people that have a legit shot at right. getting elected. Mm-hmm. So most people are voting for one or the other. And right. there are some people that vote for a third candidate or fourth, right. but rare. But regardless of that, I, I was saying, there's something going on. Um, I was saying that I wish I could vote partially for one candidate and partially for another. Like say, I want 70% of my vote to go to this person and 30% to go to the other person because I, I could look at... 10 issues or something and right. say, I for seven of those issues, I agree with the one person and three the other. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so a one of our accountable listeners um, was had that in mind as they saw an article in the New York Times in the past week since our last podcast yeah. that said Alaska has approved, there was a, a ballot measure. Uh-huh. What's the other term? Proposition. Proposition. Proposition mm-hmm. that was approved for Alaska to have ranked voting going forward, like in their 2022 election, for the presidential election, 2024, and so on. And um, it's not exactly what I said, because right. I looked into it, but it's interesting that it's something different. at least a little different. Right, right. And, so, and actually, what was surprising is Alaska's the second state to have ranked voting. Maine mm-hmm. has been doing it for a longer time. I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I looked up like what exactly that is. It's not what I said. Ranked voting works like this. Let me know what you think of this. Okay. So it's, the easiest way to think of it is, let's say you're doing like a paper ballot and you're okay. voting for president, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And let's say there was uh, Donald Trump on row one, uh-huh. B- Biden on row two, mm-hmm. and then I don't even know who... 
I don't even know. Who Third candidate on row three. Right. I don't even know who else ran. Nader. Oh, Kanye West. Oh, that's, there you go. Kanye. <laughs> but he wasn't even in the election. Let's say no. Kanye West okay. is third, right? Right. Because he sure. legit, he might have gotten a vote. I think. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So you have Donald Trump on row one, Biden on row two, Kanye West on row three. Mm-hmm. And then there's columns uh-huh. with bubbles. Like, it's like you're taking the, right. the multiple SAT. choice, the SATs mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. To figure, you got your number two pencil, right? Right. Column one says first choice, and there's a bubble next to each mm-hmm. person. Column, and there's a th- another column, second choice. There's another column, third choice. And what you do is you fill in three bubbles. You put the first choice bubble, you fill in the first choice bubble next to the person you want as your first choice. Mm-hmm. You fill in the second choice bubble next to the person you want as your second choice, and then Kanye West. <laughs> I'm assuming. That's your third choice. I don't know. I, I, Kanye West, my first choice. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. But I mean, all right. Listen, okay. you know what? Look, I don't want to speak for you. Maybe you prefer Kanye West to be president. You know, I mean, he's got some issues, but you know, yes. No, it reminds me of filling out like the magnet yes. application. Yes, at school. That's right. You're right. ranking the you're schools. Ranking your schools. And you're saying up front, right. if like, I, I don't like, like, like I want this school. I really, really want this school. This school is pretty good too. Like yeah. I like, you know, some stuff, but yeah, some yeah, stuff yeah. I don't and so on and so forth. And so yeah. that's what it's like. Yeah. So anyway, um, what happens is mm-hmm. you, you you do that. Everyone does that. And then what happens... Yeah. What, what happens is... Yeah, we're going to pause for a second to do some dog maintenance. We'll be right back. Right, we're back after the dog maintenance. Yes. Gino, the dog, wanted a treat, and he's a pain in the butt. <clears throat> he's such a pain in the butt. Doesn't respect the podcast creation Absolutely uh, not. process. And that is um, true. But anyway, I was explaining that you'd have the three candidates in rows yes. on the ranked voting, right. and then in the columns you'd say, this is my first choice, this is my second choice, this is my third choice. And you were saying that reminds you of when we were doing that for schools. Right. Magnet schools. Yeah. Right. Same thing, basically. Same thing. Right. And then if you... So basically, it is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, then they tally it up, but it still is one vote in each round. Like in round one, mm-hmm. so let's say you put Kanye West uh-huh. first choice. That's a single vote for Kanye West in the first round mm-hmm. that you gave. No vote for Trump or Biden. Right. Um, then they see who comes in last mm-hmm. out of that. Right. And then. Let's say you voted. Let's say Kanye West comes in last, uh-huh. but you voted for Kanye West as your first choice. Uh-huh. In the second round, mm-hmm. they've eliminated Kanye West from contention because he came in last. Okay. Whoever you put as your second choice counts as a vote for that person in the second round. Right. And they say that they do this already in France, like for the presidential election. Oh, that's so and actually, I think they do that for governor in Texas in a way. Really? It it's a little different. So. You, but you vote again. But it, what what happens is, you know how I'm governor in Texas, they'll say like, okay, Abbott got 35% of the vote, so-and-so got 30% uh, of the vote, right, and then they go, vote. but no one gets a majority, a majority. Right. so they do right. a runoff yeah. between the top yes. two. Right, of course. This is kind of the same, except you don't have to get everyone to vote again. Right. You just say, all right, we're going to do a runoff now out of right. the two the that are left, mm-hmm. and everyone already said who their next choice is that voted for Kanye West. So that goes to somebody. 
And okay, then, so do they save all the ballots? They they save what? them somehow I mean, electronically. I, I looked at the thing for Maine, and they like take all the ballots and they keep them under like some secure location in Augusta, Maine, or it's like some very official sounding oh process. Goodness. Yeah, but that's still not what I talked about. But I thought it was interesting that there is something else. That is interesting. Um, but still, when I'm in charge of the world, which <laughs> might never happen, uh, <laughs> I'm starting happen. to think. Right. Uh, Although. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. No. It's probably not going to happen. I don't think but if so. I'm ever in charge of the world, mm-hmm. uh, I think I want a voting system uh, where you can partially vote for one person or the other just in each round. I mean, we have the technology. We could do it. Yes. Okay. Well, you have more faith than I do. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. But anyway, that was an update. I, but it was nice of the listener to share Definitely. that because it, it's nice to know that there are at least, at least some innovative thinking going on there about... Maybe we can vote differently and stuff right. like that. Okay. Right. All right. Let's get down to more important matters. Uh-huh. It is some, uh, it is the birthday <laughs> of some, let's just call them celebrities, uh-huh. I guess. I think these are all celebrities. Just famous people. Okay. We haven't done that this in a while. Know. Famous people that you don't know. No, I know the three people I'm going to ask you. You do. I'm okay. all over them. Uh-huh. I could fully tell you who they are. Okay. So that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah. So you'll definitely know who they are. Well, Yeah. <laughs> They're probably on my phone. Right. They're on my phone list. What the, the celebrities I know are definitely a small subset of the celebrities you know. Right. There is not a celebrity I know that you that don't, don't know. <laughs> right. Okay. So you know these people. Okay. Um, or at least you've heard of them. Um, all right. How old is actor, female actor, which we talked about before, yes. Jamie Lee Curtis, Oh. who was in... I guess, mm. to me, the best Jamie Lee Curtis movie is A Fish Called Wanda. So good. With Kevin Klein, yes, John so Cleese. Good. That was a great cast. So funny. And yes. Kevin Klein was such a wacky character. Yes. And I guess Jamie Lee Curtis is... Well, she's, is? she's... she's I, forget, I can't even remember anything about the movie, but that, just that it was wacky and funny. Uh-huh. I guess they're trying to commit a crime? Yes. Is it Kevin Klein and Jamie Lee Curtis are trying to commit a crime together? I can't remember. Yes, it was so good. I saw that in the movie theater when I was, was, you know, younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, what is it? Uh, Trading. Oh, Trading trading Places. places. Yeah, yeah. She was the, she played the prostitute who. Who who ends up with with Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yeah. Right, Dan Aykroyd hits right, rock bottom, bottom. and, and yes. I guess gets taken in out of the cold by her. Right, so they end something. up together, yes. Yes. Right. Yeah, that was yeah. a good movie, too. That yes. was good. She was, just for, she was good, she or was she is good. good. She is good. She was in uh, mm-hmm. Knives Out. Yes, she was. Yeah. Very good. She's good. She's got a very smart quality to her. Like right. she looks very intelligent. Yeah. Like she, she just, is. She probably yeah, is. She is. But she yeah. looks, she always plays, I would say, Whip smart characters, and you probably have to be whip smart to do that. Exactly. Um, Anyway, that's what we're talking about is how old she is. So, how old is Jamie Lee Curtis? So, I'm going to say 60. I'm going to say 64, 67. Well, let's go with 66. You would be four years off. Oh, that's a lot of years off. Either four years younger than 66 or four years older than 66 do you think she's 70 or 62 jamie lee curtis i think she's 66 is what i think <laughs> well <laughs> as much um, as you think that she's not she is either, <laughs> either 70 or 62 i mean i just can't see her 70 but i just see her older than 62 i, I just feel like she's we'll pick one of those 
Well, you're not very nice. <laughs> Do you want to just say she's 66 and move I'm gonna, on? I'm going to say she's 62. You're correct. Okay. So she's younger than you thought she was. I know. Wow. Well, cause, you know why? Because she does all, all the um, the retirement commercials and Activia yogurt, and she's been doing it for a while. She yeah. She does the M whatever. But I guess actually the AARP commercials started when you're 50 anyway. Isn't so, it yeah. sad now? I like know, like our celebrities are like do, selling reverse mortgages commercials. And diapers. Yeah. And adult diapers. Yeah. Uh, I know. I know. Right. Oh, so Life depressing. insurance, like... Yes, I know. You know, like cashing Selleck. out your... Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck, yes. He does the, like, reverse mortgages, right? Yes, yeah, like, yeah, You're yeah, not going to yeah. live long enough to pay it back. No, and, and, and then <laughs> so the soundtrack like, behind them is, like, The Who. Right. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, I saw them in 84, man. Oh, my gosh. That's right. depressing. I know. Okay. All right. Let's go younger. Okay. Younger person here. Mm-hmm. Actor. Mm-hmm. Scarlett... Johansson. Oh, I was just thinking about her the other day, actually, because uh, yesterday, because we were talking about um, um, Woody Allen movies, and she was oh, in one of the last. Uh, right, it's a it's a Spanish name right. film. Anyway, I'm gonna say she's 36. Oh, she was in the Tennis Pro one. Yes, oh, that was so good. I can't match remember. love or something. Uh, that was that, that was, was very good. That was very good. How old do you think she is? 36. You're right on. There you go. You were really thinking about her. I was. I was just thinking about it. Okay. Well, she, um, so she's the soup, she's the Black Widow. Is that the name of that? No, Black. No. Is it Black Widow? Yes. Isn't it Black Widow? Yeah, I think so. Which I I guess is a comic book hero that's in the Avengers. Right. So she just can fight really well. Yes. Like Russian agent, I think she's supposed to be. Right. No matter how, and in the, in the movies, no matter what, they have her like tied up and. Completely, but she's like, yeah, she's totally like, I'm right. going to kick she, your ass in about a minute ass. here. Yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. matter what you have going exactly. on. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And she's, was in like every movie for about three or four years. Right. Every movie. Right. And anyway, okay, 36. Yeah. She's good. She's yeah, good. She's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like her. Yeah. All right. This is a little different. International Tennis Hall of Famer. Oh. Billie Jean King. Oh. Gosh. I'm How gonna... old is Billie Jean King? 70. <laughs> well, you're seven off. Ah, 77. Yes, she's 77. 77. Yeah. She's pretty amazing. Yeah, she is amazing. I mean, you know I'm a big tennis fan, I so I obviously know more of the history, though. But she... Well, like, she played her match between her and Bobby, Bobby Riggs, Riggs here, in, here in the Astrodome. Right. And I remember yeah, as a I kid... I remember that. I remember oh, that's that. right. Yeah, I Wait. remember that. Was it during your lifetime? Yeah, it was during was my lifetime. the 80s or 70s? Yeah, it was in my lifetime. I remember that. Wow. Like, I was little, but I remember it. You watched the documentary on that? And yeah. it was it was an event. Yeah, yeah. Battle of the Sexes. I remember. Listen, um... When I heard that story, I mean, it's not like when I was a kid, I was aware of the Billie Jean King, Bobby Riggs story uh-huh. until I later on. Okay. Um, but I remember, I was not surprised that she beat this guy. Right. Like, I remember when I was at Deer Mountain Day Camp mm-hmm. on the tennis team, Yeah. we played a match against other camps. And I remember I was about 11 or 12, and I was one of the, I was good on the, Deer Mountain Day Camp tennis team. And this team came 
And I was, usually I played, I played a, a, a player from the other team and usually it was someone my age. One time they, a, another camp came and there was a nine-year-old girl mm-hmm. that I played against. And I remember thinking, you know, what's this? You know, like, I'm not going to have any problem here. And I got annihilated by a nine-year-old girl. Uh-huh. And, and I, and she was just very good. And, and she just ran me all over the place, hit incredible angles and played a very great tennis game and beat me. And I remember thinking like, wow. And, and I remember feeling, I wasn't really, I remember thinking like, she was great. Like, I was just, I was just like, I was just amazed that I hadn't seen anyone play that good, let alone right. anyone. Right. Forget right. about 12 year old boys or whatever. Uh-huh. And so I was just like, she was good. And I, later on, I felt better and better about it because mm-hmm. as I got older in high school and stuff, when, even when I was a senior in high school and I played on my school's tennis right. team, I remember she was a freshman at one of the other schools in the county and she right. was the top player like in the state. And, and, and she had, and she ended up like having a tennis scholarship. Like she was just very talented. So like people say like, oh, could Serena Williams mm-hmm. beat the 200th ranked guy? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 and when you watch on TV, like these, like, you have any uh, disillusions that you could compete against a top female tennis player? You got to be kidding me! Right. So Billie Jean King was the one best. She right. was at times the best. There's no way a, a 56 year old guy. He, he used to be a pro tennis player too. Right, right. He's not, you're not going to beat her. Right. You're right. not going to beat her. Right. That's insulting. It is insulting. She killed him. She did. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, one more. Yeah. One last thing is in Ann Landers. Can we pause? You want to pause for a second? Yeah, pause for a second. All right, we're pausing for a second. Do, do, do. Very professional show today. <laughs> really. All right, we're back. We're back. Sorry. Dogs okay. are like children. They're definitely like children, like toddlers. Misbehaving children. You can't, you can't go, you can't do anything. That don't listen. <laughs> they, they, they don't they're listen. Demanding. They're demanding. They joined at the hip. They are right. demanding. We have three too many dogs. Oh, but we love them. They're so cute. And we have three dogs. Yeah, we have Do three. the math. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no, we love the dogs. We love the dogs. But they really don't understand podcasting and that or we need complete. <laughs> or that Right. Or that we need complete and utter quiet I know. while we're doing this. But anyway, let's continue on. All right. All right. Let's continue. I have a Dear Abby. Mm-hmm. And here's what it is. You ready? I'm ready. This is more like one of these dear Abbies where they're not. She's not really asking for advice. She's just saying, "I want, I want people to know Abby, right? You know those? Uh, oh yeah. Okay, but it's a good one, I think. Uh-huh. Dear Abby, my grandchildren work as restaurant servers. Okay. When I took them to lunch the other day, they said if I was going to pay by credit card. I should leave the tip for the server in cash. Okay. They offered to pay the kid, but it was my treat, so I said I would leave it. They then explained that when a tip is left on the card, the server does not get it immediately because the restaurant waits until it clears and then they get paid. Generally, the business gets around to doing it only once or twice a month. Also on the receipt, you check off 15%, 18%, or 20% of the bill. There's no way for the server to keep track of the amount of each individual check. They don't know if they are getting all of what's coming to them or if the owner ends up pocketing some of that money. Oh. 
right? It, there's no way for them to sure, kind of know, right? right? Whereas obviously if they get right. cash, cash in their is, hands, right. they, they got it. Right. Servers are only just now getting back to work with what's going on, I guess, with mm-hmm. coronavirus. So I tip a little more generously than I used to. I want to make sure they get their money now. Right. From cash is better. So she's just kind of letting people know. Right. And then Anne, Anne, Abby. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I say Ann Landers? I don't, I don't know. Abby I says, dear, cash is better. I agree that cash on the barrel is probably the best way to ensure the server gets every bit of what's intended from the client. That an employer would help themselves to money intended for an employee is shameful, of course. And yet I have heard that it happens to parking attendants too. My late husband worked as a parking attendant in his youth and he told me his employer actually had the pockets of their uniforms sewn shut and confiscated their tips. What? It's why he always asked parking attendants if they were allowed to keep the tips. A word to the wise. Oh. That's nasty. That guy just overtly stole it. Yeah. Okay. But so that's interesting. I never... I had not thought. I never thought there was. A, I have not thought about a difference between leaving the tip electronically on the credit card or giving cash. Like I, so I, I have. Okay. I've thought because, just like working retail and stuff, it's not we don't get tips, but, but I know that servers don't get, might not get automatically get their money and or, if their shift ends say at two o'clock and then the nighttime comes, they're not going to get their tip. And oh. like, because they don't, they don't, um, close the till until obviously after their, their restaurant is closed. Okay. Okay. So they're not necessarily adding up tips every hour. They're right. doing it at the end of the day and right. then it goes through and all that stuff. So yeah, I've thought about that. I like, I guess subconsciously or whatever. I, I knew right. they probably weren't automatically going to get a tip. Um, right then and there, eventually they would. But my assumption, my assumption is that they are, they would get that tip. But so I don't know how restaurants do it. Like I don't know if they just add up all the tips of that shift and then they just divvy it up they evenly, just divvy it, or or just take it out of the cash box and then when it comes. So I don't know. I'm sure every restaurant is different, maybe. Yeah. But nowadays, the other thing, I guess, in restaurants where the waiter comes. You can leave a cash tip, but in a lot of places where it's now electronically and you put your credit card in and they turn the little pad around and it's just leave your tip on the pad because right. there's it not a be, jar or No, and, and actually there are places to, now that don't even want you to hand them cash because right. cash has always been rumored to be some of the nastiest Right. things around even years even years ago it's you know right. handle money better wash your hands right so even like say at yes a lot of places now are cashless and one of the places the coffee shop at heb yeah even last year or a year and a half ago when it they opened will not up, take cash they will not take cash and so the yeah. tip is on the on the there's iPad. no tip jar though there's no tip jar no yeah no and so a lot of places so do don't... you think that there's chicanery going on like heb might be taking some of the tip no. money listen i think i think honestly i think if an owner or a manager is taking tip money they're just gonna slowly lose their staff and yeah. their staff is not gonna you're not gonna work that hard right right for right. two dollars and 15 cents and not get your tip and then no way okay no way but i guess i guess the message from this dear abby letter is mm-hmm. What this woman suggests I mean, is that if you, you can cash, give cash, yeah. which you can at a restaurant, like right, you can. We, at a restaurant. we ate at a place and yeah. got stuff the other right. night, and we we could have left cash right. in the in the the book in the book the check yeah. the 
the, the story build book, of the, the, the story, story of the, the meal, the story <laughs> of the meal, as Jerry Seinfeld right. calls it. Right. But but anyway, this reminds me. We were talking this week about tipping, mm-hmm. and I was saying like, now we go buy if we go buy a dozen donuts, we leave a tip. Right. Because they turn that thing toward you. The right. the the, t- iPad. the basically iPad. And it's basically, you have to, it'll, it basically offers you, do you want to give 10%, right. 15%, 20, other, right. but, and it, you have to actually proactively say, no say I don't want to give a tip. <laughs> right. And I also, so there's two things that go through my mind. One is, I can't even, like, sometimes I think, like, I just bought donuts, like, I wouldn't, like, before these pads came along, I probably wasn't tipping the person. Right. Right? Right. Rarely. Right. Unless there's something exceptional happened at the donut shop. And usually, too, I was giving them cash. Here's a $20 bill. Yeah. Now I don't give any cash. No, and I don't even think... Right. Now there's... I think there's more places that with the pads say, well, shoot, we might, it has this tipping function. Let's just have people give us tips. Right. Regardless of what it is. So I think there's things that we used to not give tips for. Mm-hmm. Say a donut shop. I'm right. trying to think of other examples. Right. But where now it's like, yeah, you give a tip. Um, because it used to really just be where you have a server. Right. Um, so I think we're all tipping more because of the pads because it's presented to you. Right. Also, I also feel like that thing's going to flip back around to that person (laughs) right then. Right. And they're right there. Right. And so like, even if you don't want to give a tip, I feel like I'm going to be the, right. I'm going to be the schmuck that doesn't give a tip. Everyone else online gives a tip. Like, right. Right. Don't be be that guy. And these are good donuts. I'm going to be back here next week. (laughs) So don't be that guy. I think there is peer pressure. When the person's there mm-hmm. looking at you to give a tip. They're right. looking at you. Is it, are you all set now? Right. All done? Do you need a receipt? Like, right. they're looking at you. Right. They're still you in the face. And they're just like, oh. Because even in a restaurant, the server is in the, the building. Right. But they're usually, they leave. Mm-hmm. They let you do the tip. They don't look over your shoulder and be like, what are you giving my, my right. tip? Right. So there's a little bit less personal. Um, and I think we were also talking about Uber. Right. So in Uber, actually... You tip after you're out of the car and they drive off. Oh, right. Because I was, I was saying I, I tipped the other day at a coffee shop that I I tipped at a coffee shop that's a big chain that I sometimes go to when it's the only one around. And I can't guess I, which chain I that know. is. And I rarely give a tip there. I do it on the app and it's really like quick and whatever and it's just on the app and they scan it and you go. But um, lately... If I get my coffee like at four in the afternoon before I head into work and my other favorite coffee shop that's local, mm-hmm. locally owned, but it closes early now because of Corona, um, yeah. I go to the big chain. Um, I had such good service and lately I've had a really good service there as far as it being personal, like they know who I am, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and that means a lot. Like they're like, Oh, Hey, you know, how's it going? How was your day? Did it up? They remember what you get. And they, they don't remember what I get. Cause sometimes I order on the app and yeah, then I yeah, go yeah. pick it up. Um, but they're always like, Oh, it's good to see you. Da da da. You know? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tipping. Okay. I'm, I'm going to tip. Because and at the local just, coffee shop, do I they have tip. a tip jar? Yes. And I always tip. At the, and do you I, do cash in the tip jar or do you do it on the credit card? I, well, I usually, either way. And the thing about the local one is that it's so tiny and there's so only like four people that work there. I'm pretty sure when they come out, you know, they can get their tip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I do, if I have cash, I leave it in the jar. And if I don't have cash, I I write it on the the receipt. But, um, But I think tips are up. 
I think yes, in and, not, and not only be. Yeah, yeah, not, not only be. not only businesses that were tipping at that we normally hadn't tipped at before right. because of the tablets having nothing to do with the pandemic. Right. But I also think tips are up because of the pandemic. Absolutely. Because you're just like this yeah, person they, is yeah. is dealing with a thousand, just, maybe hundreds of people they don't know all day, yeah. and you're just like, yeah, you're you're. You're yes. serving donuts, and you, right. you, your risk of getting sick is much higher than my risk <laughs> yes. at home. Here's like, yeah, I, fine, I, I, I'll right. throw in a few more bucks for the donuts. Definitely, right. definitely, and and also because businesses they've been hurt. You know, they've been like you know slower as far as like customers coming yeah. in. Although the now, donut shops seem to be doing quite the well. Shops <laughs> Oh, There's donut shops popping up everywhere. Oh my gosh, they were. There's so like good. right. Yes, How many? We've had, are there yeah. more donut shops in Houston yeah. than ever before? Yeah. Designer donuts, big yes. fat donuts, right? Crazy donuts. Well, I think too. I mean, just drown. Throw nuts, of course. Donuts, drown your sorrows in donuts, man. Yeah. Definitely. Donuts are up. Oh, so good. Yes. I, I've never eaten as many donuts as I have in the past six months. In. My whole oh, life. My whole life. Absolutely. I mean, I never eat donuts. Donuts once a year, maybe. You're right. One we've, donut once a year. We've had maybe. a shit ton of donuts this year. We've had a shit year. ton of donuts. Yes, we have. We've had a lot of donuts this year. Yeah. Just I in the think, past, like, three months. I don't think that's recommended. I don't think so. <laughs> my, my jeans don't recommend it. My jeans are like, what are you doing? If but I could even get my jeans on. Donuts are up. Oh, yes. Gosh, we should yes. have bought donut stock or something. I know. Um, we should have. All right. Yes. Tip. So tips are up. Tips are up. But it says if you can tip cash. Tip cash. This grandmother says tip cash. It's good. It's good advice. Yeah. All right. It's All good right. advice. So do you have anything you want to bring up? Um. Yeah. There's. Uh. I read about the super spreader in um. A homecoming. A homecoming dance that was not sponsored by the school, but it was a parent-sponsored event. In which country? In our country. I don't know which country. Our country, of course. And um, it was from. The, it's on the Daily Beast, but I heard it in other places too. But the Daily Beast posted it, and it's in uh, Rolla, 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 R O L L A, Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. I think Rolla. Mark Twain called it Missouri. Missouri. And I think Little House and Prairie called it Missouri, but I think today we all call it Missouri. Okay, Missouri. <laughs> Rolla, Missouri. Yes. They were throwing a massive uh, party, was deemed a potential super spreader, and it was. There was over um, 200 kids at this party, freshmen through seniors, and um, they gathered indoors at a steakhouse on Saturday, November 7th, and it was a parent-organized event, and, um, you know, now uh, individuals are coming down with the coronavirus they did not wear any masks at all and uh they were together for you know a couple of hours all night long whatever and now um this wait the party was for what it was recent it was yes it was this oh this yes oh like in high school yeah did you not listen to what i said no i'm listening i'm listening freshman through through seniors in high school and um it was a parent-led Party. And, and so the so parents was, like gave the blessings, rented out the steakhouse, threw this two hundred kid party, no masks. And how indoors. do they know it's a super spreader event? Because uh, all the kids are sick. Okay, got it. <laughs> and they didn't wear masks, and Coronas were in the middle of a pandemic. Okay. And the health department is trying to contact Trace, and they're all keeping quiet. Like the parents are not talking, the kids aren't talking. They're um. They're they're. 
invited, the kids were invited through Snapchat and through code on Facebook and stuff like that. So they were trying and to keep it secret. They were trying to keep it secret. From who though? The school district, you think? From the school district, from probably the city, because they're not allowed to gather 200 kids, you right. know, 200 people. And um, some individuals didn't choose to report the symptoms and some chose not to be tested and some will remain symptoma- asymptomatic. And did, did anyone from this event go to the hospital or is anyone seriously sick? Um, you know, it doesn't like say now, but it, it's only been a week in. Right. It's only been a weekend, um, but the hospital's already overwhelmed in in that. So why area. is this in particular a story? Because aren't don't you think? I, my first instinct is that I feel like this has probably gone on in a lot of places. Events like this. Because like why is this one being called out? I'm not. I'm not saying it's good, I, 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 but but why is this one in well, particular? First of all, the parents put these two hundred kids in harm's way. I mean, you put your kid in harm. You knowingly agreed to have a party for 200 kids in a closed environment with no masks. I mean, you essentially said, "Mm, I don't care if these kids get it. I don't care if this kid has asthma. I don't care if this kid has diabetes or an immune compromise. You know, it's very irresponsible. It's irresponsible. Yeah, I don't know why. I wonder if the parents... We're pushing for it, if the or if their kid was pushing for it. I don't care who was pushing. No, for no, it. but they it, shouldn't have done right. it. Right, and even if the parents have an attitude of like, look, I don't think that this is a serious disease or whatever. I mean, you have to say that you don't want to help spread it. Exactly. Right, like, like, like. Exactly. You might say, well, people are. It's probably spreading anyway, but you don't have to like supercharge it, mm-hmm. right? And just be like, you know, like. Yeah, I, I, because I, 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 there's obviously there's obviously lots of um, different feelings about masks and different feelings about how you know should we be closing or not closing, right. or, 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 depending on who you ask, all over the place. But definitely, I think most people would agree you shouldn't proactively have a 200 person party. Right. Exactly. So what happened was it was on November seventh, and now the school went. Virtual learning, full virtual learning from November 16th through the 23rd, which is this week. Um, they just said because of a sharp increase in, in COVID cases, because all those kids are yeah. now carriers or coming to or been in contact with somebody who's sick. So it's just, it's very irresponsible. Very, very it irresponsible. It is very responsible. And it, Ir- and it really is, um, <laughs> what a bad example if, if your parents, I mean, like that's going to stand oh. out. Right? Of course it's going to stand out. But you know what? They may not even care. I mean... No. I think too many parents... We've read this. This is Too many parents want to be like... Friends with, friends with their kids. kids. Yeah. Like, it doesn't work. I, don't, I think it's good to be friendly with your kids. Right. But I don't think... You're not friends with your kids. No. I didn't you, have my kid to have a friend. Right. No, no. But like, but that's <laughs> right. not... like I don't like, look at my mom like, yeah, my mom and I are like, friends. And my dad friends. and I are friends. We... It's my mom. It's my dad. And I'm their right, son. Right. And and that's there's it's a right like so I think when I hear something like that I don't know these people but I just feel like they like we want to be the cool, fun friends right. and, and, cool, and, the, and the cool parent and, or the uh, cool friend or the whatever yeah, yeah. no yeah. I know I know it's weird but um, anyway well, so well kind of on a related story mm-hmm. front page in the Houston Chronicle today. Because you said this forced that school district to go virtual. Right. 
it says that failure, it said that in the first cycle of the, like the Houston Independent School District yeah. and other school districts around here, and this, I imagine this is probably true in other parts of the country, right. that, um, and maybe it's because of the home, being at home. Yeah. And just, you, you know, you're not going to the school, you're just supposed to do it online. Right. I think the, uh, it said that 41% of the students in the Houston Independent School District failed at least one class in the first mm-hmm. six weeks. Yeah. Normally, it's like 10%. Wow. So yeah. four times as many kids. Yeah. I think that's right. Right. Uh, failed something. Yeah. And they said, if you, it's a long article about it, um, and it's saying it's going to put huge pressure on summer school. It's going to put huge pressure on these kids to recover. And the thing is, like, the teacher can't. If a kid doesn't show up to the computer to the laptop, right. what, what can you do? Then what can you do? <laughs> right? Like, well, I mean, like, like, so if you're at the school and it's a kid that like wants to go to the bathroom and smoke a cigarette rather than go to to class, right? Which I think happens. Sure. Then that kid, like, probably the teacher doesn't see the kid in the class, but they go, or is so they can call the front office. Is right. so and so at school today? Right. And they go, well, he's not in the class. Then something happens, right? Right. Like, right. Like, one, of the, one of the assistant principals right. goes down the hall, goes searching, right, or the counselor, or so somebody goes right. to find the kid. Where's right. the kid at? But if the kid's just face doesn't appear in the Zoom meeting, mm-hmm. that's it. Right. There's Unless, nothing. There's, right. there's nothing. Like, what else can happen? So it's said in here that parents, there's more and more parents have been able to go to work in Texas anyway, right, and other places. So older kids, like in high schools especially, right. Or left on their own, yeah. And and it said that when the when the parents are coming back home, they're obviously one of the principals said the parents are not kind of said the parents are not doing a good enough job of checking that they did their work or they attended class or that they're doing their mm-hmm. homework. But you and I have debated this. We have three kids and now are almost all done with high school. Right. One's got two thirds right. left of senior year. Like there's a point, and I think it's before high school, yeah, where the kids got to do it themselves. Right. Like, otherwise, there's no point. Right. There's no point. I think there's no point. Right. If, if, you're, if you're checking with a, a, a 16-year-old, mm-hmm. did you go to school today? Yeah. Did you do your homework? Show me. Prove right. it to me. Right. And you're constantly bird-dogging them, then you're accomplishing nothing. Right. Like, they're not learning how to be adults. Like, I mean, that's a time where I think you're starting to, like, become... Mm-hmm. You know, twenty percent an adult, right? Forty percent adult, maybe by the time you graduate high school, and then eventually, hopefully, by the time you're twenty, twenty-two, you're like seventy-five percent an adult, right. wh- however you measure it. So, I just think like it's just a bad situation. Yeah, and because normally, I, I think someone gets home from you know, it's I think it's normal that if your kid doesn't go to school like in normal times, that mm-hmm. parents should know that. But I don't think it's normal to, that a parent. It's just not normal to have to be like. Did you attend all your classes today? Did you... I mean, how do you even know? Well, you don't know. Um, but, like, like our sweet little perfect angel uh, missed a lot of his Zoom classes. And I did get an email from his teacher. Um, right. Happened to be from his economic teacher. And my response to her was like, I'm so sorry. He's working. Which is kind of funny. Because right, right, I'm right. like... He's learning economics. He's learning firsthand. economics. I'm like, oh, he's been busy working. I'm so sorry, but I, I no, didn't, but no, but I, I, think, I didn't know he did, wasn't attending because how am I supposed to know? No, and that's sense? a good job by the teacher in this situation sure, to say was, that it was very and good. Then, I'm I glad. think in that case, it makes perfect sense, which you did, 
for you to go, hey, right, perfect angel. Perfect angel. Your uh, economics teacher the, called the, me today right. and said da 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 da. So uh, I'd suggest you don't. Do I suggest you go to class, right? <laughs> right? But I mean, but you know, I think in high school, um, you got to sink. The, the, the kids got to sink yeah, or swim on their own. They're not going to learn anything. If if they're first of all these more and more kids failing, like I hope what they don't do is like give them all a pass, right? Because uh, right, no, and they don't want them to, and that's what the school district is saying. Uh, at least HISD is saying, you know, please don't dumb it down for them right. in a sense. Uh, On the other flip side, this is so difficult and such a hard time and and the kid the child may not have support at home to know how to log in very well or have the internet that comes on or just have that support or the parents won't know it's it's bigger i get if it's it's i get if it's if it's an elementary school i get it but in high school i think it's like look in high school they, they should be able to kind of figure out how to solve their problem or ask for help because right. the district will help you, I, th- I think. Right. Or the teachers will help you saying, hey, I can't log in or I don't know how to get onto a Zoom meeting or Microsoft, whatever, the classroom right. business. That and I also the, think this, you know, we talked about this before, just in general, philosophically. I think there are, there are kids that by the time they're 16, it's, good, it's pretty obvious if they have any interest at all in being an academic. Right. And I don't, we've talked about this before. Right. Why does a kid, why does everyone have to take pre-calc? I don't know. Why does everyone have to take algebra? Mm-hmm. It's not necessary. It's right. not. Yeah. I think there's a certain level of math that everyone should take. Right. You know, if you can divide and multiply numbers, you understand percentages. Yeah. You understand interest. Interest. Then and I think. Mortgages. And like all stuff that, stuff that for, basically, right. look at what you need to know to understand uh, a sale yeah. at Target. Right. <laughs> right. You know, right. that should be the level of math that everyone has. Right. You understand what a percentage off means. You understand what percentage increases. You understand what interest is. You right. understand dividing and multiplying. Right. And you understand, well, if I have 12 payments of $100, that's $1,200 for right. the year. People should be able to do that, right? right? But algebra, pre-calc, yeah. uh, imaginary numbers, right. all, you know... You know, Basically, once you start having letters right. and math problems, <laughs> right. you know, solve for X, that should be like... That should be a point. And I think, again, I, I worked at a German company and right. I know how it works in Germany... That's around the time where you could say, you know, actually, I'm not into this academic stuff. Uh, or actually, you sort of have to test into it to right. continue right. And, and have interest in it. Or you could be like, I'm going to go be a tradesperson. Right. I'm going to go learn to be a, a carpenter. Skill, right. Or I'm going to be a fireman. Or right. I'm going to be in law enforcement. Or I'm going to join the military. I'm going to, like, it, it's, it's, I think it's too long that we sort of require school. We require school till 18, basically. Yeah. I think we should really require school till 15 or 16. I'd say 16. I'd say 16. Because and, and, I think that, I think there's kids that are so done right. with academics and they should just dying to get through it. And then they're going to go learn how to fix cars. Right. And that's right. great. Learn right. how to fix cars when you're 16. Why right. waste time? Right. Yeah. So yeah. I think this just is exaggerating that. Right. And kid, there are kids at home like... I don't care about this. Right. I'm going to go watch a YouTube video on how to fix my car. Right. Right. So. No, I agree. I mean, our kid started up his own business. Yes. <laughs> In the meantime, during the quarantine. Right. I mean, he's often and has his own business, has his own, you know. Yes. Whatever, website and eBay page and all that stuff. So he's like, I'm making money, you know. Yes. I want to do this. So I, I know. I agree. All right. Well, do you have anything else? 
No, I don't think so. I don't know. It feels like it's midnight. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> right. This this darkness is killing me. <laughs> right. Um, well, all right. No, well, I think it's... I'm that fine. was good. I can't remember. I We we talked, covered a lot. Siamese twins, failure rates at schools. Yeah. COVID. Some other things. Tipping. Tipping. COVID. Yes. But anyway, nice so, job. Nice job. Um, and uh, that's it's it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Happy, th- Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And we will see you after Thanksgiving. Yep. yep. All right. All Take right. care, Take everybody. Care. Bye. Bye.